Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson here with another thrilling episode of the City of You podcast. I'm sitting down with uh, Keelan Logan and Domain Kitchen uh, here in Phelps Hall on uh, the campus of Youngstown State University. How are you guys doing today? Doing Great. good, man. Thanks for having us. I believe yes. you. You're enthusiastic and uh, <laughs> it's infectious, so I too am, am feeling pretty good. Um, right. So... Um, as always, lots going on here in the city, but uh, you guys want to talk about uh, the Golden Bears. Yes, yes. The so, Golden Bears. Yeah, so I'm not a native, and I just heard the news that, um, you know, they're, they're bringing back the, want to bring back the old sports mascots as part mm-hmm. of the new uh, community schools plan for Youngstown City School District. So mm-hmm. uh, before we get into the, the sports side of it, can you guys talk a little bit about this new plan for the education system? Yeah, yeah, of course. You want to you want to start? Um on? Yeah, basically, I mean, it's it's uh we're excited about the possibility of uh the Golden Bear mascot returning, but um it's so much deeper than a mascot. It's so much deeper than um a color coordination and, and um it's history, you know, when you talk about the CEOs um uh, plan to go back to a neighborhood school design neighborhood school yes yeah um one of the things about east high school um one of two high schools in the city cheney being the other but when east high closed in 1998 um there was a period where there was no east it came back they built a new east high school the community was excited right and uh that history that legacy was coming back but it was deceptive. They brought back East High School, but they did not bring back the Golden Bear. Right. <laughs> and so all of that excitement and that groundswell of enthusiasm was kind of squashed, let down. Yeah, yeah they, they took the air out of the, out of the balloon because no one connected with this Panther. No one connected with the black and silver because the history was the blue and gold. Right, um, right. And so, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the Golden Bear and you know, we need to focus on academics and things of that nature, and we are way ahead of that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, um, basically, when you bring back community schools, but you don't bring back, <laughs> you know, what what left the community, right. you can't call it a return if you're not bringing back the original. Right, exactly. And, and so, at the end of the day, we're excited to bring back, partner with uh, Mr. Mohip and his community uh, neighborhood school design. To bring back our neighborhood school, right. um, and so that's what it's about. It's more than a mascot. It's more than an animal. Um, and again, it has—I um, won't say nothing to do with academic performance, but as we'll get into this discussion, I believe it does impact um, academic performance for sure. I, I think that um, with with Chris Mohip's plan, there are several goals of the plan, and right in the center, I believe there's goal number three. That is a uh, parent, family, and community engagement. Mm-hmm. That is the the heart of the strategic plan for the neighborhood schools that Mr. Mohip has put in place. And <clears throat> when the when the idea first came down the pipeline and Domain, you know, brought it to the group, you know, it was something that immediately resonated with myself. Being it is that I was a junior at East High School when they closed it, so I was forced out mm-hmm. to not be able to graduate from the school <clears throat> that I had come to love, and the opportunity just really, really resonated with myself. And then so Domain 
and Basha Adamzak set it up with uh, Chris Mohip to at least have the first sit down. And, you know, giving the, the, the goal number three, which is the parent and family and community engagement, it just it shined true with Chris Mohip once the idea was introduced to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't at that initial meeting <clears throat> where the 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 initial meeting was set up to get this ball rolling, and when I finally sat on and saw his excitement and, and, at the ability, you know, of this movement, this initiative to reach out into the community and impact people. You know, it's one of those things that kind of takes care of itself. You know, grassroots wise. You know, there are people who are coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, to support this. I watched on yesterday, I was sitting Not down. Not just Golden Bears, I want to add. Right. Okay. Right. They're Grand Tigers, South, South High Warriors, Warriors everybody. Bulldog. All of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. People yeah. are excited. And so yesterday I was downtown eating dinner with uh, Maurice Claret and, and Keelan Bilal and his wife, Lynn, just having a discussion. And this cop rolls up on us. And he's like, hey, man, I'm excited about East High School. <laughs> and this whole deal, he pulls out his phone. And on his phone, he's in in the projects. He's over mm. there in Rockside Village. Rockford Village. Where he said he's in Rockford Village. And there's a guy who I can't remember his name, but I know his face. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, you know, hey, man, Mr. Mohip and uh, Rick Shepard's, you know, thank you. Thank you so mm. much for bringing us back. And, mm. you know, that whole deal... That, that community support is something that has been missing from our school system. You know, last year, I went to a, the first playoff game that has ever been played in that high school for a basketball game. Actually, it was earlier this year. It was, still, it was this year. And I went to see my, my nephew, Diamante Pegan. He was playing in that game. And it was the first time the East High Panthers had made it into the playoffs in that new school. It was a home game, and I called up Mary McNally. I called up a couple of other friends. We all went to the game, you know, thinking that it was going to be a great time, huge turnout. Mm -hmm. It was 35 people at the game. Wow. A home playoff game. Damn. The first time it's (laughs) happened in the history of the school. Stuff in your tracks. Wow. So that right there was just like a a sign. An eye-opener. Like, wait a minute. This is why we need to be the Golden Bears. It was just, it was something that just, it resonated with everyone who was a Golden Bear. Just, it, it happened to come to fruition with Mr. Kitchen, you know. Yeah, and I, I just want to say also, you know, when I brought the idea and Mr. Mohit was open to it, part of my pitch to him was, you know, yeah, I graduated from East, I'm a Golden Bear, and I don't care what you call it, a panther, a penguin, a, you know, mm-hmm. a ferret. I'm always going to be a golden bear. Right. So it doesn't change right. anything. Right. But there's a um, school spirit that comes along with that. You know, if you're in, you know, Boardman or Hubbard or Liberty or these other schools, the one right. thing that they have in common is right. uh, consistency. Right. right. And there's a continuity. You don't have these interruptions and this changes and, and all these things. There's consistency. So there's school pride, mm-hmm. generation after generation after it's generation. It's a connective thread. It's a connective thread between the generations. And so, you know, there are a lot of kids, uh, a lot of alumni from Ursuline and Mooney who actually, uh, their parents were graduates of East High School. You know, when they grew up and first moved here from you know, wherever they, they migrated from, mm-hmm. they were they're all golden bears from the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. The Panther 
You know, <laughs> it's like no disrespect. And, and that was part of my pitch to him. I'm very sensitive to the current uh, student population, uh, Panther Nation, mm-hmm. um, in a brief history. But and I don't minimize the um, the change, you know, like sure. how painful change is at times, especially for uh, those seniors. Mm-hmm. You know, the freshmen, sophomore, they got time to adjust juniors. But a senior, I've been a Panther all this time. Now it's my senior year. You want to make this change? Like, wow. Right. So I get that. But when you look at the bigger picture and the history, the Panthers don't have an alumni association. Right. They don't have a booster club. Been they don't have. Long enough to build. They haven't. Yeah. And, and even their alumni um, haven't really even come back to engage the school. You know. And so it's 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 a, a connective thread, like you said, right. that goes from generation. To generation from you know early 30s 40s all the way up to now mm-hmm, right. um and so it's again i can't stress how much the end game was not the mascot we're not celebrating the victory for youngstown city schools because right. a golden bear is back we want to use this as a catalyst to foster that parent family and community engagement so that not only are we supporting and showing school pride on a football field the volleyball court you know the basketball court I want to show up at YSU if the robotics team, you know, is competing. Right, right. I want to show right. up if, if a kid yeah. from East is in the spelling bee or, right. you know what I mean? I want that same energy to mm-hmm. be be felt in every aspect, in the computer lab, tutoring, um, study tables, you know, whatever right. it is, um, we want to be engaged. And so if Mohip calls for a, a meeting at East High School and one parent shows up, um, but then he calls for a meeting about this mascot, and 150 people show up. Right, I saw the photos. That it's speaks insane. volumes. Right. And yeah. there were people right. who wanted to attend who couldn't. I mean, that was kind of a last minute, right? You right. know, day or two right. push. So imagine, you know, the call that we can put out now for people to come engage our kids and show them that the community cares. Because some of these kids, let's face it, if they go home, they may go home to no parent or a single parent mm-hmm. or some type of situation where school is like the safest, you know, best right. place for them. And they may go home to a situation where they feel like no one cares, but let that kid see people in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Let that kid see somebody pop up in their class and ask about them and, you know, spend some time with them. It transcends uh, the mascot. It's it's a culture we're trying to uh, bring back, and that's what I'm excited about. Mm. Yes. You yeah. Know, the, I'm not a disgruntled alumni. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This this idea. Uh, there are a lot of themes that I mean you could touch on here. So, uh, this idea of essentially building a, a community, an extended family. Mm-hmm. I like right. that. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to. It, it's like, um, you know, if you had. Uh, kid walking down the the street you have a specific shirt on maybe Mm -hmm. it's a city view shirt or whatever Mm -hmm. they know like hey you know what that's someone that i can talk to no judgment whatever yeah you know i I like that idea of community because in a lot of places including youngstown it's not like that yeah and it's so exciting to hear you guys want not just youtube but a lot of other people Mm -hmm. want to build that Mm -hmm. and the roots of that is in this Youngstown specific Youngstown experience, not the broad Youngstown experience, but right. the Youngstown or Golden Bear experience. Absolutely. So you know um, the experience that that your parents may have had being a, a Golden Bear is 
completely maybe, different. Completely <laughs> different from yeah. yours, but yeah. there's that connective thread where, you know, uh, there's this common place. It's almost like a, where, a, yeah. a fraternity, almost, or a sorority, right. if you will. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a legacy. There's history That's there. That's the operative yeah. word, legacy. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 so I, I, I paid attention to what happened with Liberty. You mentioned Liberty in the surrounding schools, and you used the word consistent. Mm-hmm. And... I want to be specific. Not in terms of their personnel. Right, right. I know I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. But I went to Liberty for a year. Mm-hmm. And it was on 304. That was the route it was on. Mm-hmm. They demolished that building and moved it two, three, four hundred yards and rebuilt a brand new school. They didn't call it. Anything other than, other than anything <laughs> but the Liberty Leopards. Right. Mm-hmm. Poland, they built a new school. They're still the Bulldogs. Right. Canfield. Every, everyone right. maintains that continuity except for... Boardman. Boardman built. The, they're still the Spartans. Right. They're still so the Spartans. So why did, why did the, the Bears go to the Panthers? Well, I've, 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 talked to, I've talked to an educator. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll let him tell you, and then I'll tell you. Okay, all right. I'll fill in Because <laughs> I'm so just going to be truthful. I, I, hear, I, right. hear, I hear that there was a vote taken, and it was a citywide vote amongst the students at Princeton and several other of the feeder schools. that They said, what do you want the mascot to be? And they wanted to get these kids to create their own identity, okay. which I think was a, a decent idea. But let's just be honest. That was not the place to have a child create their identity because it disconnected them from 72 plus years of history, mm-hmm. which you disconnect any country, any people, any nation right. from the, its history from its roots. And what do you have? You know, identity crisis. Exactly. <laughs> so, Aimless you, you, you can tell, yeah, now, yeah, now tell yeah. the truth. Now, now that he's the, the truth, politically brother. correct route, I'll, I'll go with the. Uh, Is he your translator? Yeah. I'll, I'll go with the. Uh, normally the roles are reversed, but I'll, I'll go with the urban uh, interpretation. Right. We had weak leadership on the school board. Okay. And that's what it boiled down to. Amen. Yes. Yes. To be clear, and this isn't one of those hindsight is 2020, whatever. I said this then, I'm still saying it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Youngstown City School District has been losing population for decades, right? You know, when right. my parents went to East, when my mom went to East in the 70s, they may have had, you know, 15,000 students in the district or whatever. You know, in the 80s, you might have had 10, the 90s, yeah, sure. 8,500. So we've been losing population in our schools the same way the city has been losing population. Right. Yeah. And so at that time, um, when we saw the trends, we knew the district, you know, was down. So there was this plan to build all these new schools with the hope of the kids coming back. That was foolish. Um, Youngstown should have been one high school. Youngstown Central, you could have called it the Panthers. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something new, create a new identity, the Panthers could have represented the one central high school should have been built downtown. Sure. Next to Cavelli Center with a beautiful campus um, because our population... Um, did not dictate building new schools the way we did. Right. So now we have some sitting empty. We have other people using them, you know, trying to reconfigure and get the best uses. It, it was right. a waste. That didn't happen. Water under the bridge. So then the decision to allow kids to choose the mascot um, 
was one thing, but they didn't give them a real choice. They gave them options from a list that they put in front of them. Golden Bear was never even an option to say we want to remain right. the Golden Bears. Word. I yeah. never knew that. So, well, a shame. Right. So if you gave them a real choice and Golden Bear was listed and they rejected it, that argument has more merit to me. Right. But to not even give the Golden Bear a chance. Someone was pushing for a hard they, reboot. They were yeah. p- pushing for a hard reboot yeah. and primarily because of what happened to them with their schools. Yeah. Um, so it was a decision based on emotion, not insight. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the reality of it is, uh, and Keelan just brought, brought it up, you built a new school, relocated it, or you know, moved it a few hundred yards on the same ground, but you call it something else. Um, that was to me. That was a disrespect to the community. Right. Yes, that was, was a disrespect, and, and it was again. Are. It was based on emotion, not intellect. And so, um, the kids who made that decision, I believe, weren't even enrolled in the school when it was finished. They were already, <laughs> you know, graduating and gone on. So, right. Right. you know, let's 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 be honest. And I think it was a deferment of the school board. Um, and their responsibility to lead, and they deferred that leadership responsibility, and what we had was chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, we had scholarship committees, we had uh, Hall of Fame. There, there was so much, and not just there was a well-built high. infrastructure. It was in there, yeah. but but the, the other argument people say, well, when they when Rand closed, all those kids had to come to East. When South closed, all those kids had to go somewhere else. Well, that's true, but when they did, those schools didn't change their names either. Mm-hmm. When South closed and the kids went to Wilson, they were Redmen. They became Redmen. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? When Rand closed or, you know, or an East closed and yeah. went to Rand, they became Tigers. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when the East closed, you said, well, you know, that's not fair for them to be called Golden Bears. Let's create something new. But you called it East High, right? If right. they called it anything other Central than East High, High right. it would have made perfect right. sense. And the, the, be- the beauty of those kids who had to go to Wilson and become Redmen is that they inherited they that them. legacy. They yeah. they would inherit a And they're Redmen for life. And they, <laughs> Yes, it, yeah. it's, there's, there's community support. There are Redmen who could embrace them. Mm-hmm. When you invent a new category that has no history, then you put children, in a, in a sense, in a brand new capacity that's unexplored and has no support. Right. If that makes sense. It's set up for saying? failure. Exactly. So failure. there's there's no connection to the community. There's no connection to the success of the history. If you take a look at the annals of who has attended East High School and some of their accomplishments, Worldwide. you would be amazed Worldwide. at what has been accomplished and what they did by disconnecting that whole they that, cut off a life extinguished it right completely they, that's yeah. what i'm saying they took it right. off yeah. life support and um you know it's just amazing because like i said the goal is still um to get our district out of academic emergency into academic excellence mm-hmm. um and if this change again sparks the parents sparks the community sparks a sense of school pride um i think that puts us one step closer to accomplishing that goal. Yeah. Um, Amen. You know, and so for all of the detractors and all of those who may be a little bitter um, or who those who think that we're not interested in the academics, only the mascot, I'd say they're sadly mistaken. It's a rallying point you're Mm -hmm. really trying to create, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you you bring you bring all those folks together and you're able to create this this commonality mm-hmm. and this this point of of interest that people can be inspired by which is why so many mm-hmm. people showed up at that meeting absolutely and and then from there the benefits not just move into academia but into all the other parts mm-hmm. and you know you got to make the the argument that um you have to have the other parts in place to have strong academics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just we're going to have strong academics and that's it. Right. No, well, we have to have a strong community. We mm-hmm. have to have involved parents. Mm-hmm. We have and to successful have... schools and successful districts have those in common. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. And and that's what we're trying to get to. And again, you know, what Mohip is doing, he's investing in the leadership. You know, I hear a lot of complaints about how much he's spending on administrators and educators. But if you look across the nation, we're still probably some of the lowest paid um, in the nation. Um, You know, I'll even say what he's done investing in the coaching staff. Um, Of course, I know the football coach personally. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a great hire. He's a great man, high integrity. I know the basketball, women's basketball coach, great hire you know ran tiger graduate <laughs> um i know the boys basketball coach dennis simmons cheney cowboy um i know him very well the the staff that they have the people that they have in place to me are laying a great foundation mm-hmm. and the success that you may see on the field or on the court um i believe those are going to be the leaders in the hallway they have to maintain a 2.5 GPA to be eligible. Right. Used to be 2.0, right? So that automatically raises the academic performance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're athletes who tend to be the leaders in the school, you know, historically the jocks and the, you know, sure. cheerleaders, those right. are always the popular people. But if they take that lead and focus on their academics and, um, you know, become student athletes, I think that sets the tone in the hallways. You understand what I'm Absolutely. saying? Where it's cool yeah. to be smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's cool to get an A on your report card. Right. Like, Absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm excited about the total uh, plan, not just the mascot. Again, I keep stressing that because sure. people, right. it's a short-sighted statement to say, well, what about the academics? In order to get there, this is just an avenue. Right. This is just an avenue. That's not our destination. Yep. And, and I think to, we're on the to right those path. People, to those people, I pose this. You know, I like a lot, I like analogies in sports. I I really relate a lot of stuff in life to football. Mm-hmm. I played for most of my life. You're talking to an art professor, by the way. So <laughs> that's, that's, you can relate. That, if you that know this cool, the game. That, that is totally cool because I'm going to prove my point with this. I'll try to understand. Go okay. Ahead. And so what I'm saying is at Ohio State, how much money does that football team produce for that university? Mm. Tens of millions. Mm-hmm. Maybe can you can you can you can you think of? I'd say hundreds of millions. You, so let's say let's add basketball to that. Let's start to add up what sports contributes to the overall university experience. Mm-hmm. And when that is strong, you can build. You you Your have a community. You right. have a community. But you're not going to tell me that. The science department doesn't benefit from them having a national championship team. <laughs> you, you're not going to tell me that the art department does not benefit at all from having a right. successful sports program. Right. All of that, all of all, all of that stuff out. adds value right. to the university. Now let's scale it down. To, pride. Yes, so let's scale that down to Youngstown City Schools mm-hmm. and what we're talking about here. 
you get the community at large involved and engaged in this whole process. Be, be it the let it be the mascot that opens the door, whatever. But you start to strengthen and add value to that program. You start to strengthen and add value to that school system in a sense. You know, by having a strong community presence and having a strong community engagement element and generating more money through sporting events and adding that value back to the school and to the mm -hmm. district, you create more opportunities for other academic sure. successes. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to become necessarily a grant dependent system mm -hmm. you know things don't have to be dependent on a if we get a grant or if we can sustain right. the grant mm -hmm. or whatever what have depending you. on the unknown right. really right yeah. mm -hmm. exactly so it becomes more of a community it's center a thing, and it mm -hmm. begins to grow and it becomes more attractive and it brings more talent and more people mm -hmm. everybody wants to be associated with winners Everybody wants to be associated with something that has that appearance of being strong and being solidified. Youngstown Early College right. is a huge success. Right. The partnership with the city schools and YSU, um, kids graduating from high school with associate degrees. I've taught some of those students. They're brilliant. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is to create more of those success stories. I mean, we all... It's sexy, it's attractive to have the athletes or whatever. Like, they get sure. all of the praise and everything. But, man, as a person, as a father of three daughters and one son, I'm telling my daughters all the time, like, you know, academics is the way to go. Athletics, that's bonus. Mm -hmm. But, man, how sweet is that to get uh, a, a university paying you to come be a part of them? Right. Like, right. That, you know what I mean? Like, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so... um to be in demand for your mind um, is more attractive than being in demand for your body. It's a great honor. Really. <laughs> it's yeah. an honor. Yeah. Because if I break my leg, you know, other than Alzheimer's or some kind of you <laughs> know <laughs> mental illness, um, you know, I could break my legs, you lose my arms, you know, I could be you know confined to a wheelchair, mm -hmm. but my mind. You can't touch that. You can't take that. Right. You know, th this reminds me of a story that just came out the other day. I forget the guy's name. Maybe you two know. He was a professional football player that mm -hmm. decided to retire early. Mm -hmm. I think he was maybe like 27, 28. For the Patriots? Uh, he, Linkovich. Is that it? He decided to retire and go to MIT. He was accepted to like the most prestigious yeah, school yeah, in the country, right. mm -hmm. and he was gonna uh, be a like this high-level mathematical scientist yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. That's incredible. That is. Yeah. And football was his platform to get there. Right. It was his avenue. Yeah, his conduit mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that's um, that that is actually a, an amazing story. That is. That's that crazy. Is. Yeah, that, that's but impressive. I will say that a lot of times, sports do open doors that norm that wouldn't have been there. I personally don't think I would have been able to afford a college education had it not been for sports. Mm -hmm. You know, but <laughs> once a guy gets to that level and he realizes the reality of professional sports and, he, and you realize the reality of what that actually is, what it looks like, feels like, and what the pay is actually like in reality. You know, mm -hmm. you get... I think people get disillusioned by these one or two players on the team that have these huge bloated salaries. Right. They don't realize that everybody else is making the same thing that your average, 
you know, doctor lawyer or or doctor is making. Right. Like not <laughs> a the pen, not a yeah. not a cent more. Yeah. But they still have all of those commitments and they still have all of that. And if you have any if like God bless us all with multiple talents. Playing football is you know, it's 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 a gift, it's a physical gift that you didn't get to choose, but being able to utilize those other gifts and the, the platform, yeah, that, that, that Lukovic, whatever his name is, Linkovich, when he yeah. when Linkovic, when he decided to go to MIT, clearly that was much more attractive to him than being in the NFL, which most people, a lot of people, would say he's crazy, right. but I but can understand. Yeah, I yeah. can understand. <laughs> yeah, like, right. What I can accomplish with my mind will have such more of a you know more much value. more a, a legacy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. I want to switch gears real quick because we're running uh, close on our time here. Um, can you guys talk a, a little bit about that that meeting about the, the the Golden Bears mascot and how many people showed up and kind of what their thoughts were, kind of you know what the opinions were floating around at the event? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said, there were probably about a hundred, hundred and fifty people in attendance, um, and there was just uh, an energy in the auditorium and. Um, you know, I think it shocked Mr. Mohip and it shocked uh, uh, Mr. Sheppes <laughs> when they walked in because he's used to, right you now. know. Oh, man, I got to get to work people. now. Yeah. <laughs> handful of gotta people. Got to put on a good show. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so when he walked in, he was like, well, he even made the statement, man, I've never had this many people, mm-hmm. you know, in a meeting. And that meeting was not just about the mascot. Again, he had a survey uh, talking about the priorities of the district, you know, um, academic, administrative. Uh, community, so a lot of the focus was on that, and a lot of the um, excitement was on that. But it was, it was more than that. And so, um, of course, there was energy. There were a lot of alumni who graduated. None of us, a lot of us, didn't even know each other. You know, mm-hmm. I graduated in '96. Uh, Keelan didn't get a chance to graduate. He had to, you know, go to another school because mm-hmm. um, it closed in '98. Um, there were people there from. Like I said, the '90s, the '80s, uh, even the '70s. You right. know, maybe even the '60s. It was right. a couple. There, there were a couple dudes. <laughs> I swear, they had walkers and oxygen yeah. tanks, bro. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, one, and he he wasn't on a walker or oxygen tank, but Lock Beecham Senior. Um, mm-hmm. um, he used to be um, a principal okay. at East High, and he was there um, advocating in full support. And again, it wasn't a bunch of upset former students who lost their bear. Right. <laughs> it right. was a bunch of people who were passionate about not only their school, but about their city. Right. About the kids. These are people who still live in the neighborhoods. And if we can as a community get our young people to respect themselves, to value themselves, to value education, that's gonna make their lives better. It's gonna mm-hmm. make all of our lives better because it's gonna make your neighborhood safer. You know understand what I'm saying? Right. It's gonna right. create a um a culture of success um, and that's what we're trying to that's what we're shooting for and so the people that were at that meeting um, and again it wasn't a, a show of support necessarily for House Bill 70 sure because that's always the, the elephant in the room right. um, well, none of us way, wanted it was probably the best thing that happened in Youngstown City School well it was a wake up call time. it was yeah, a wake up sure. call and I'm not saying I support House Bill 70 none of us wanted it but it's here and right. the reason why it's here because we failed as a community. Right. And so now's an opportunity and and for me, the best way to defeat House Bill seventy is to not wait for the legislative body to overturn it or the courts or anybody like that. 
the best way for us to get rid of House Bill 70 is to have success. Is to be empowered and control <laughs> your own destiny. Right. In that respect. right. Yeah. yeah. So, right. so, um, but that meeting, like I said, it was exciting. Um, it felt good to to have a CEO listening to the community. Um, and again, don't get me wrong, there are going to be some people who just want to bear it back because, you know, they're connected to it and, sure. and I graduated. But the overwhelming majority see something bigger than that. They see this as a catalyst mm-hmm. towards uh, a future goal. And right. um, I believe the kids initially will be a little you know, hesitant, but once they they see that's a forward. Right, right. And it has to, you know, the first game is August 25th. I want to gauge this thing by next August 25th. Right. <laughs> you know, that first game, there's always the the hype of the initial, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. the element of that that first game and things of that nature. So there's a newness that I don't want to fade. I want it to to keep being refreshed every year throughout the year. Um and I think the people that were in that meeting, they get that, they want that, and they're ready to roll up their sleeves and partner with Mohip, partner with the teachers. I have a wife who teaches in the district. Um, she'll be teaching seventh and eighth grade this year. Um, we're we're all in, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all in. And so yeah. I'm excited about the progress that will be made. Um, and we'll be able to look back um, on this year on House Bill 70, how it galvanized the community um, and forced us to succeed. That's what I'm looking forward to. Right. There was there was a, a challenging question that was posed to Mr. Mohip during that meeting. He was standing up in that room full of people, and <clears throat> a, a, a man stood up and he asked him, it was uh, David Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. <laughs> he said, what does all this have to do with education? Mm-hmm. And the way he, Did he asked say it just the, like he that? said it just like that. Like that. Maybe, What's this got maybe to do the, 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 the finger pointing <laughs> the finger and, point and everything. But and if you all, know Mr. Height, you know he said it just like that. Right. You won't find a more passionate guy right. than Ernest. Right. Okay. And his son, and mind you, his son is sitting next to him, Coach Height, <laughs> with his, his Bears with his on. Bears jersey on. <laughs> so this guy is just being real. Like, what does all this have to do with education? Like, oh, cool, all the hoopla, mm-hmm. and Chris calmly you know just says well sir um it's it's really all related you know with the community coming to support the kids mm-hmm. be it based off of a mascot or be it based off of whatever mm-hmm. To build support around these kids is the whole concept of this neighborhood school plan. And he says... If that's what it takes to do it... If, if that's what it takes to do it, then so be it. The right. And then he sat back and he says, besides, take a look around the room. <laughs> and when he said that, Everybody the whole crowd it. just like, ah! Everybody yeah. got hyped. And it was just like, wow. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah. You know, he, awesome. he truly, truly gets it. Mm-hmm. And I think that we... You know, I want to stay on topic here, but we did get blessed with Chris Mohip. Like, we could have got an asshole. And I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, yeah. but we, it out. <laughs> we, we could have gotten someone who was cold and heartless. And callous. And, and just and looking callous at the numbers. And yeah. just looking at numbers as opposed to looking at people. And I think that Chris, when the main came to him with the, with the possibility... Chris saw all of the opportunity and exactly what it is that the man was presenting. 
you know, from an unbiased, objective person who's now subject to the conditions that is our school system, he got it instantly, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that that is the the energy that was in that room is just that that mm-hmm. this is it's it's possible, mm-hmm. you know. We can be a united community. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, overcome the, the adversities. Mm-hmm. We can support one another, and it is all about the children at the end of the day and giving them the best quality educational experience that they could have here in the city of Youngstown with the city schools. And I think that's what was most attractive about that moment to me and mm-hmm. a lot of other people who were there. When uh, he said, take a look around, did he do a mic drop before that? I really, I, I really <laughs> wish he would have. <laughs> if he had a mic, he could have dropped it. Yeah, right. yeah, he was just speaking from the heart, man. And, he did uh, kind of throw his arms up like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, the same, yeah, funny. <laughs> same mic drop body language. Yeah. And the last thing I want right. to say is... Yeah, um, go ahead. Is, you know, there's a word uh, that we hear, but I don't know if we really take it to heart, but it's accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, a group like that that showed up, um, to me, is a sign of accountability. We want to hold the community accountable. All of us have the same message to the rest of the community. Hey, let's get involved. Let's support. And we're going to take that message. We have been. We'll continue. There's going to be accountability of Mohip as the CEO. Absolutely. You have authority. The buck stops with you, so you can't pass it. So we're going to hold you accountable, right. you know, for the direction of this district. Um, we're going to hold the teachers accountable because a lot of teachers need to come to work um, with the expectation that our kids can learn. Mm-hmm. A lot of faculty don't. They come in, these kids are animals, blah, blah, blah. I just want to make it through this year, make it through this week. And some of them, I just want to make it through this day. Um, you know, and that's fair. Right. So that means we have to hold our kids accountable. Right. There needs to be accountability at the student level right. where they understand they have to respect authority, they have to respect themselves, they have to respect each other. And there is a um, not just an expect- expectation, but a responsibility to do what you have to do in the classroom, mm-hmm. right? And so accountability has to be um, at the forefront of everything that we do. Um, he's l- allowing us to get our mascot back. Well, we want to be a good steward of that. Absolutely. <laughs> we want to be a good steward of that. Yep. And we want to hold everybody accountable so that together we, you know, we can we can succeed. You know, they say rising tides lift all ships. If we're the lowest district in the state and we're able to bump up a notch or two, um, that's going to benefit the entire valley, the entire region. Right. I think it all it all correlates, and, you know, you talked about accountability, and the community at large, I think, is the biggest, you know, entity, with you know, in relation to the situation that should be accountable, you know, accountable for supporting. Mm-hmm. And that's what he means by being a good steward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just have my own way of re- reiterating no, things. And, um, exactly right. you know, su- supporting the parents, supporting the students, and also supporting the administration and, and the teachers. You know, letting them know, hey, it's okay to join our, 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 our group and come to this game. Let's get some... When it starts to get cold, right. I know... <clears throat> When I was, you know, at going to different games and I played for Earth and I started going back to the different, you know, to the games, you take hot cider, you know, to the games. And I can just visualize we need to, you know, duplicate that. We need to not be them, but take that same concept 
of togetherness and community mm-hmm. and, and teachers and administrators need to come to the games come to out of school community related events and participate uh, but the community it. definitely yeah. needs to support that there needs to be community leaders who reach out to the teachers and let them know, hey, we're looking for you. We're depending on you to be here. That's what it's going to take to turn this thing around is the community working with the administration and the educators, mm-hmm. with the students and the parents in the middle benefiting off of that relationship and that working together. You know, And this just really opens it up for that to happen full blast. You know, with the Panthers, it was kind of like pulling teeth. You know, it not kind that sh- that stuff was pulling teeth. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, no, you caught yourself. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but that was pulling teeth, and this makes it a lot more easy. You know, the the community is open, and you can really reach people. There, people, you will be so surprised at what happens. I, I'm just not gonna say anything. As far as making predictions, I'll just say that we were we're going to see a special thing start to happen here in the worst part of the city, mm-hmm. right currently, because of something this simple, something so minute and so minuscule. As long as there's the right filtering and the right delivery of the right messages consistently mm-hmm. and just constantly working together and creating more and more synergy this will be something that that really snowballs into an avalanche that refaces the landscape of the Youngstown educational system. I believe it wholeheartedly. Well, uh, let's end on these words. What's the rallying cry for the Bears? (laughs) What do you say at the games? Man, I don't know. I forgot. Right? You got to create a new one. I got bad news. I can't edit this part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's go, man. Um... Wow. How, that gives us something to think about, doesn't it? You, you know, know what? You keep know the mascot, but come up with a few more rallying cries. Mm-hmm. I'll help you out with that. Well, we need that. And we're, we're planning a, uh, a kickoff rally um, for that Friday the 25th, which is okay. the opening night. Of the, um, opening Friday, August 25th? Yep. Where? Um, at the school. Right. We're working out the logistics. Okay. Um, we have to work that out. But tentatively, we're trying to have a gathering at the school. And do like a uh, team meal, corn roast, or something like that. Right. Um, do some ticket giveaways uh, to the game. We just want to pack the stadium out that night. Um, so that's tentative. We'll we'll get back with you uh, with the details, though. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys for your time today. This was awesome, thank and you, uh, looking forward to doing this again. Let's do Maybe it. at a Bears game. Oh, that'd be awesome. Let's do a live it. All right. podcast from the game. There we go. I'm there play by play with the three oh. of us. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Love it. I love that it. That would All be right. great. Take great. care, guys. All right. You thank too. you.